Broadcasting live from episode 100, this is Pop Culture Reference, your one-stop reference for all things pop culture. I'm one of your hosts, Garrett Strother. And I'm your other host, Seamus Connolly, and I can't believe we're here, Garrett. Truly, it's it's like a... It's like a nightmare dream come true. <laughs> it's it's unfathomable about what we're about to do, what we've decided to do. No one's making us do this, the, except for the fans. For I the think fans. the fans the, want it. They're clamoring for it. <laughs> we've been talking about doing this in some capacity since we did our Fast and the Furious Marathon, episode 62, over a year ago last summer. And now that we're at episode 100, we thought... You know, that's one of the standout episodes to us. I know it's the one that I tell people to listen to if they're going to start on the show. And what better way to ring in episode 100 than by doubling down on the stupidest idea we've ever had. Not doing just a Fast and the Furious marathon. Doing a Vin Diesel marathon with no Fast and the Furious components. I mean... Inevitably, there's going to be more than one Fast and the Furious component to this entire project here, but in terms of properties, it's just going to be all weird sci-fi and action movies. I literally know nothing about these, any of these movies besides our boy is is helming them and and i'm excited to just lose my mind once again in a, in a probably a more confusing way this is going to really mess with us so not only are we doing multiple franchises we're doing nine movies just like we did for the fast and the furious saga and we've picked some of vin's leading roles where he is kind of out there action balls to the wall weirdness and I've only ever seen one of these, which is the first Triple X movie. So we are doing the three Triple X films, the three live-action Riddick films, Babylon AD, The Last Witch Hunter, and Bloodshot. But the real twist is, we are doing them in release order for Maximum Delirium. So that means we're going from a Riddick movie to a Triple X movie, back to a Riddick movie, back to a Triple X movie, then to a standalone then to a Riddick movie, then another standalone, then another Triple X movie, and then finally finishing off with the last standalone, Bloodshot. I can't wait, man. By the time we get to Bloodshot, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's gonna be it's gonna be our own distorted, horrible Hobbs and Shaw reliving that that morning. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be painful, but I really can't wait. It's there's too many Coronas to drink before we get to the end of this as well, and and I'm I'm thirsty, Garrett. <laughs> I'm thirsty for it. I think episode 100 got me thirsty. If you want to see the visual deterioration of our sanity, <laughs> um, including the number of Coronas we will be drinking in honor, of course. Dominic Toretto's favorite drink in the Fast and the Furious, which we also did for our marathon back for the Fast Saga. Uh, we will be hanging a F9 poster every three movies above <laughs> the television, uh, just as kind of trophies for what we're doing along the way. Yeah, tribute to the gods, just to just to keep them on our, our good side. We have our Vin Diesel shrine with one unopened Corona <laughs> over by the TV. His picture is looking over us. Uh, the patron saint of the podcast, as uh, it were. You'd think we would only do that for this marathon, but oh no, that has been a staple of this apartment for many, many months now. So go on over. I will be doing, just like last time, a Twitter thread where I go through all of our pictures and what movie we're on and updating you there, but also I'll be sporadically making TikToks to put up on our Pop Culture Reference TikTok page. Both of those, the handle is at PCR underscore podcast. As you might have guessed, we're not doing news this week, so this is such a weird release window slash non-standard episode, so we'll be doing a huge absolutely massive <laughs> news dump yes, next yes, week. Yes. Our pop culture reference this week, which we will record at a later date, though, we'll be talking a little bit about the Discovery Warner Brothers merger and what that means on a grand scale for the entertainment industry. But without further ado, we just looked at each other like we're about to <laughs> jump off a cliff right now. Yeah. So I, I think there's no more stalling. I think we gotta, I think we gotta turn the key, start the car, all gas, no brakes. <laughs> oh yeah, the Vin Diesel all gas <laughs> Episode 100 Marathon, of oh. course. Starting us off with Pitch Black. Here we go. 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 Okay. All right. This is our first four minutes. We just wrapped up Pitch Black. 
Courtesy of Freebie. Gotta love him. My god. What are your thoughts, Gary? We've only, we got four minutes flat to get into this right now. This movie was, as forecast, not good. <laughs> this was not a good movie. No, it was not. Um, it was fun. I, 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 it was an interesting time to laugh at. It was, it was part The Mummy, part Aliens, part Firefly. It, it was very, it was very space westerny. Keith David, God bless him, made it all the way to the end. We really didn't think he would. All three of his weird children, boys, died in horrific ways. If we didn't preface up top, obviously, every time we do a four minutes on a movie, <laughs> Full spoilers all the way through. I cannot believe this spawned two sequels. Also, it is so indebted to The Matrix, in addition to all the movies you just mentioned. Well, Firefly is afterward, but... Oh yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that makes sense. I I guess I was just thinking of a lot of Firefly when looking at the era of CGI that we were in. I'm just like... The way they make the fire entering orbit onto a planet, I was like, that's very, very of of what I'm thinking of in terms of Firefly. But I mean, it's, I will per- likely never watch this movie again. It was not the, my favorite. I, I I I likened it to an episode, like a David Tennant era episode of Doctor Who, but worse. And I I think I I stand by that. There was not nearly enough Riddick in this movie. Vin <laughs> yeah. Diesel himself did not get a lot to do. I was not invested in the other characters other than Keith David. And the only reason I was invested <laughs> is because it was Keith David. We were very pleasantly surprised, yes, however, yes. to learn that Cole Hauser, <laughs> the main human antagonist of this film, is the main villain from Too Fast, Too Furious, the only Fast and the Furious movie that does not feature Vin Diesel in any capacity. So we we got our first Fast and the Furious moment, specifically Fast and the Furious moment. I, did, I really didn't think it was going to be this soon, but I, I was happy that it was such a weird, non-Dom Toretto version of that. Um, we had two other family moments, so we're up to three total right now. We had to slam a couple Coronas during the, the course of this hour and 20 minutes, but including including our boy from Too Fast, we had two different hand-holding found family moments that is definitely, that is, that stood out for sure. They, they interlocked fingers, folks. It was, it was, it was special, special times for them. I think the world building in this was really impressive. Like, I liked the idea of, like, space mecha or neo mecha. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, about. I'm into that. And as you and I said during the movie, there's no way that if this movie had come out in the year 2002, per se, mm-hmm. that there would have been as much of a focus on space Muslims as there is in this yeah, film. Yeah, truly. There, there, there's a big focus on that. More more than I thought there would be, considering there isn't really another, like, culture that... that like, there's, like, the Fraser guy, who I love to death, who gets, who gets killed, but there's, there's not really any other specific Earth cultures that they dive into like that, where it's like, they have that, like, oh, just... Except it for face value, this is we have like a, a future version of this thing that we're, we're we're working with here. I feel like that guy. I don't know if this helps you any because the only thing we can determine we knew the space Fraser guy was from the Wolverine. Oh no! Well, Wolverine's it. We're out. We're out. We're out. We're out. We're out. We're out. All right, we got four minutes. We got. We can't wait for each other to start. We're we're, we're talking. We're talking triple X. Wait, right? Yeah, that's the yeah, one we're talking triple about. Triple X. Yeah, okay. Triple X. My God, what a what a wild ride. Uh, better than better than Riddick, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, way better than Pitch Black. It's not called. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not called. <laughs> it's called Pitch Black. Not yet. And. Directed by Triple X, that is, directed by Rob Cohen, same director as the first Fast and the Furious movie, which was made the year before this movie. So, he and Vin obviously had some kind of little little situation going on <laughs> that eventually they parted ways, but this was... It was good, right? <laughs> it was, like, fun time. Like, it, it was... We kept... We very much compared it to, like, Americanized... James Bond stuff, very, like, the American flag parachute peak. I loved it. So, so much fun. It was, 
the, the guy from Kangaroo Jack. The bad guy from <laughs> Kangaroo Jack is the bad guy in this one, and he's so good. He's a Russian bad guy. It's it's another Hobbs and Shaw where it's just like, uh, a disease, we will destroy the world. They don't even give a reason. They're just like, <laughs> imagine cities falling. And it's like, yeah, all right, you're evil. I get it. Oh, uh, yeah. I would rather watch this movie than Hobbs and Shaw, though. That is oh, for sure. Totally. Yeah, they're, they're, Sam Jackson's doing great. He's here. He's He's got his Two-Face thing going on that makes this a lot more fun that he's like the Mr. Nobody role right now. I'm really hoping he shows back up for the other Triple X films. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Films. <laughs> Not movies. Oh, man, yeah. We were getting a lot of uh, Snake Plissken vibes from... Our boy out here of just like, ah, this isn't my bag, but yeah, if you're making me, I'll be the biggest badass in the world real quick. It, it was very, very fun. Um, stupid. Real oh, stupid. Bad. But- <laughs> it's, not, it's not actually good. It's just really entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They have a great, really long submarine river chase. I thought that was going to be a lot shorter, but... I. He, him picking up the chemical warhead and flipping it upside down was was awesome. The Agent cool. Cody Banks chemical yeah, warhead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the green liquid's gonna mix with the blue liquid, and it's gonna kill everybody, Garrett. Uh. Uh, I know that we were broadcasting live for episode 100, but we should have been broadcasting live from the Xander Zone. The Xander Seamus. Zone is incredible. My God, I... I, I hope we get a lot more specific Xander Zone moments. Maybe that's another drinking Corona. <laughs> like, we, we kind of took it easy on the Coronas for this one. There weren't any family moments that I clocked myself, so I think I think it was a nice little breather on that, but the Xander Zone was, was incredible. Yeah, it was quite the time there with our boy Vin, and I doubt we're going to keep... The energy up for Chronicles of Riddick coming up There's next. no way that Chronicles of Riddick will be worse than Pitch Black. I think we're going to hit our Riddick stride right now. Um, I think that there are multiple movies on this list that will be worse than Pitch Black, Shaman. I don't know, man. I think we're only getting better from here. I don't, I don't think there's going to be any more any more lulls in the, uh, in the marathon here. I was listening to us yesterday talk about The Fast and the Furious just to catch up, just to ready myself <laughs> yeah, like, for today. And there's a point where you go, you know, Garrett. I think it's all all downhill. <laughs> well, I think we're I think we're too early in this marathon oh, totally. for me to make we're, that. We're not even stance. on the third movie yet. So, oh, it's it's somehow ten hours after we started recording. <laughs> we're only two movies in. Jesus God. To the listeners, it has been eight minutes. <laughs> oh my, that seems. Oh no, never mind. That seems like nothing. It's four minutes. Four minutes. Four minutes. Four they're minutes. Out. They're out. They're out. All right, this is our four minutes about what? What movie? The Hold Chronicles <laughs> of Riddick. Yes, of course. Um, our marathon continues to surprise me with how much <laughs> I actually enjoy watching yeah. the movies we're doing. This one has maybe been my favorite so far. We, I, I, I don't know if it quite beats <sighs> out Triple X. I don't know first if it's as fun as Triple X. I think it's probably objectively better. This is just Dune. Like, the first yeah, one yes. had a lot of Dune in it, but this one's really Dune. It's Dune, yeah. and Shakespeare, and Judy Dench is there. And Carl Urban is there. Carl Urban, young, like, was, young, skinny Carl Urban. Tandy Newton, who, uh, we were comparing a lot of Triple X to Mission Impossible 2, and yeah. Tandy Newton is in Mission Impossible 2, <laughs> of course she... Is now in the Riddick, so she hit the wrong Vin Diesel franchise. Oh, but that's so such a tragedy. Triple X Two is up next, though, so maybe we could fingers crossed. Yeah, she maybe. shows up in that one. Oh you know? my god! I, I so far these have been getting better, if not like stay, like staying solid. So I'm hoping four for four, we can we can kind of keep the energy up because we're yawning, man. We're not that far into this family marathon. We we're yawning. Uh, you're gonna have to bleep that, Seamus. That's, oh, a, that's a yep. family no, bleep. You're right. There. You're right, guys. Because we can't cut any of the four minutes. None There's of the no... four minutes. This <laughs> oh, is pure, unaltered, unedited delirium. Uh, not quite yet. Not though. quite. We yet. can hear. We can hear all of the trap music going by in the cars <laughs> outside my apartment, uh, which I'm sure sounds really nice. But you know, Triple X Xander Cage, he would be proud. He would be in the mood for that. I, I think. think so. Yeah, I think so. But this movie, I actually thought. 
was a pretty decent follow-up to the first one, which I didn't particularly like, and I think you could probably just watch this one. Yeah? The Chronicles of Riddick on H... No, on Hulu, sorry. <laughs> not on HBO. We're, we're jumping streaming services so often, I don't even know where we are anymore. But I liked that Keith David was back. You know, I love him. Yeah, he was. His intro was good. We're at New Mecca in this one. I thought all that stuff was an interesting because we we appreciated that in the first one. We liked the whole like futurization of human culture and stuff. But you know, we we got that and all the Dune Star Wars stuff uh, that uh, Vin Diesel is now the king of. They left it off. He is the leader of the bad guys. They they literally pull an Evil Dead too, <laughs> and he like accidentally ascends to some kind of weird. Yeah, uh, medieval esque throne, and all of the all of the baddies are bowing down to him as the film pans out, dollies out. Yeah, that's a weird ending point for because at least in the last one, it's like, all right, oh, there, there he goes. He's out in the stars again, out in the wild. We're gonna we're gonna catch up with him, but now it's like, I don't know. He's the king of Mandalore out here. He's like <laughs> done his thing, and now he's sitting on the throne, literally collapsed into the throne by the end of it. Yeah, I really expected another Riddick space adventure and got yeah. Macbeth in space, yeah, Jimmy yeah. Neutron style, <laughs> Macbeth in <laughs> yeah. space. Oh man, we we had that. We had our little detour off into the prison planet where Jack is now Kira, which is a whole weird thing that we didn't love. But yeah, I mean, Kira's dead now, so we don't have to deal matter, with it anymore. Yeah, because Jack is a character that we interpreted in the first movie to be maybe transgender, maybe just casting an older woman to play a teenage boy because that's easier Peter Pan style. Um, (laughs) But in this one, definitively, they make retroactively Jack a woman masquerading as a boy that fooled everyone in the first movie and now completely different actor... Um, aged her up quite a bit so the camera could ogle her. Well, oh, no. no. Now you sound like a creep. All right. All right. All right. We're triple X. First of all, I want to say the fact that you kept it under wraps this whole time that Vin Diesel was not in this movie for a second. I commend you. I feel like a fool a little bit, but this was a good movie. Like, we kind of agree that this is a good solid... Good movie in big quotes. This is our fourth movie. M- movie, maybe one of the better ones tonight, I, I would suppose. say top half of the movies that we have watched yeah, this yeah. evening. Um, I want to see... I don't even remember Ice Cube's na- character's name. They call him X a couple times, yeah. which I think is funny. I want to see him... And I want to see Vin, and I want to see him both in the third one. I don't know if we're getting that, but... Well, they say in this movie, twice, they say it twice as a real flip in the bird to Vin Diesel for not coming back, I guess. <laughs> Xander Cage is dead dead in Bora Bora, where he said he was going at the end of the last movie, but as we know from the <laughs> subtitle of Triple X 3, Return of Xander Cage... Do you think it's going to be like the intro is him in Bora Bora and... What's her name gets killed, and he's like, "I gotta go under the radar." Like, like born supremacy yeah, style. Kind of, I mean, yeah, this is all so born adjacent. Anyway, even the movies that aren't in the same franchises here feel so born adjacent. Uh, well, as video gamey as the first <laughs> one felt, which is very video gamey, this one felt more like an eight-year-old's idea of what an action movie should be. Yeah, yeah. They're like. And there's going to be a train that the president's on, <laughs> and we're going to have to airdrop a guy in, Tom Cruise in the first Mission Impossible uh, style, and the president's going to have to hold his hand as they pull away as Ice Cube dives by, th- uh, he throws a grenade into the water to break the surface tension and dives into what I can only assume is, what, 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 what? Is the what's the river, river that goes I don't know, dude. DC? I don't. I don't know. There, there's so there's so much weird stuff here. I the the inconsistencies. Even if you didn't know what the inside of the Capitol building looked like, they shoot a hole into like the roof of it, and then they like <laughs> crawl in through the wall. You know, <laughs> does not quite clock. Um, I mean, I gotta say, in terms of accuracy. Logan's Run did it better. That's not Logan's, Logan's Run. Did it better. <laughs> um, fair enough. Fair enough. But does Logan 
catapult launch one tank into another <laughs> off of his run into the ocean. Uh, I don't think so. Unfortunately not. There's also uh, no snagging a tank on the, like, top yeah, gun yeah. jet catchy rubber band yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. That, love that. Love that. Uh, there, there was a couple of really good key action moments here. I feel like it's been some of the more competent action scenes we've seen, uh, like, Definitely the most coherent editing. Yes. Seen oh my god. In yeah. any of these movies, Riddick or or Triple X, <laughs> yeah. and we're about to break into our first non Riddick or Triple X movie. Oh man. Uh, but I don't think any of the action will get as intense as Willem Dafoe's piercing eyes. Willem Dafoe. How could we ever forget about our man? Another. He's evil. Can you can you believe it? My God. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm, uh, my jaw is on the floor. I thought this time he would really be, as I've... This is like my fifth time making a joke tonight. <laughs> I really thought this time he would be Willem to friend. Nope, nope, never. Never in this man. It's been a long time. Even, like, The Lighthouse, he, he's a he's a weird guy. He's not a friend in that one. I don't know. It's been a while. I don't know. Um, Florida Project? He's the friend. That's I a good didn't. movie. You should see that movie. He, he got nominated for an Oscar. He didn't win. But well, he's not going to get nominated for this movie, man. I mean, he was good. Maybe one of the... Well, well never mind. Never mind. Willem's out. Willem's out. Willem's out. Willem's out. Babylon AD. I haven't hit a wall yet. I don't think I've hit a wall yet. I think I'm close, but I think Babylon was kind of good. Am I an, am I an idiot, or if I, did I yeah, chug one I, too many Coronas I, I think, during that? Yeah, I think you're an idiot, <laughs> I, I think... There, we have been skimping on family moments for Except the past couple were, movies. There were a couple in those. In, in in this one, they literally sit down for a family dinner and say, hey, it's kind of like we're a family. And I had to chug a whole beer because <laughs> I finished my beer like 10 seconds before that. So uh, I'm, I'm, ready for, I'm ready for anything now. But I, I thought that was interesting. I'd probably watch any of the Transporters before I watch that again. I think the fact that you haven't seen Children of Men is <laughs> largely responsible for the fact that you thought that was in any way engaging. You don't think um, in any way. Okay. In I thought some way. of the action was decent. Um, Michelle Yeoh is always wonderful. Of course. Mark Strong, love to see him. Wish he were here more. Um, weird, <laughs> biblical, half-baked analogies uh weird kind of incesty sexual yeah, tension between the, the main hell, woman and Vin Diesel's character whose name was Tuforp or <laughs> <laughs> Tulip Tulip's like infinity trade you know uh yeah just like infinity this, they were actually on the infinity train that's at dude that. Vin Diesel in the see, book five of the infinity train <laughs> is that one business guy that like gets his number erased by Lake there you go. Yeah. Everybody and, knows what we're talking about yeah, right now. Go back and listen to our super famous uh, Infinity, Infinity Train episode. Did we say Infinity War episode? We have one of those, don't we? No, we weren't we were doing this podcast oh, yet. Oh, so sad. I don't even think we were doing this podcast when we did. I think we were about to start this podcast when we did Endgame, so I don't even think that we did it. can't possibly be true. This is not. We're not. We're talking about Babylon AD right now. We're talking about Babylon AD and how I thought this girl was like 16 until she like... Uh, accosted Vin Diesel after a shower, <laughs> like, well, like uh, tried to seduce him a little bit. I guess yeah. he was well, kind I of mean, into it, she, but... But she was also just like, you know, she's... She, it, the entire thing is she's the Virgin Mary. She's never had sex, but she's carrying twins. One of them is somehow black, even though she's just the whitest white yeah. girl I've ever seen. Yeah, she's like French in a, in a Mongolian... Um, convent that gets fully blown up at one point which is pretty dark charlotte rampling uh and gerard depardieu they both want her for reasons that yeah we've, we've got like i a don't understand cyborg. what don't you understand it's she's simple. got she's got river powers <laughs> yeah uh, she from she... from firefly if anybody was curious <laughs> um she she's a baby that was designed like a computer which is what i remember hearing and then <laughs> It was, like, downloaded with information while it was a fetus, and then they're like, eh, it's, I'm the father then, but it's just, like, that weird robo guy, that cyborg scientist. Well, this woman is only in this movie to be, um, a MacGuffin, transported by Vin Diesel, uh, hit on Vin Diesel, then die in childbirth. 
and and bequeath her twin children, her biracial twin children, to him <laughs> in his new cabin. He's is, great. Yeah, he's because he's fun. back in America, he can go back to America now. I don't care about your war or your president. Yeah, this um, this was as exception as much as of the transporter as it was. It was very much still Escape from New York in just that it's like begrudging action hero. I liked the like weird New York shootout. I feel like he cut that kind of stood out. If we're talking yeah, about that's true, where he's got like the tracker in his neck and they're firing bazookas at him. Left it. Well, never mind. No more bazookas. No more bazookas. No more bazookas. It's three thirty in the morning, folks, <laughs> and we have just finished Riddick Three: The Search for Riddick. <laughs> We couldn't find him, could you? Because, good God, it was like Where's Waldo out there with Riddick. Yeah, weirdly, uh, it's <laughs> almost like... No, Riddick's a lot in Riddick 2. I was going to say it's almost like the ones with Riddick's name not in the films have him more, and the ones with his name in the films have him less. I I guess that's fair. I, I was going to say I was a little... Because the one we watched <clears throat> before this was... Triple X two? No, we watched we watched Babylon, Babylon AD. <laughs> Jesus, I was gonna say this is the second l- the second least amount of Vin <laughs> Diesel we've seen in a movie, and that's next to the one that stars Ice Cube at this point. I just yeah, that was a disappointing amount of Vin Diesel. Yeah, and what the family? Oh, I gotta people. <laughs> Damn it, I gotta bleep that too. But it is. An interesting idea for a story at the beginning. Riddick has crashed. He was supposed to be looking for his homeworld. Carl Urban came in for <laughs> six hours of shooting. Not even that, probably. To oh, do his yeah. little. They like, barely talk about the the Army of Darkness ending from the na- from the last movie. Yeah, he just literally pulls a like record scratch. I bet you're wondering how I. I guess he kind of always does that. Like, I bet you're wondering how I ended but up not here. Directly addressing the cliffhanger from the yeah. last movie, where nothing really matters, and the future progression for him that's set up of trying to find his homeworld, and that Carl Urban is the only guy who knows where his homeworld is. All of that is derailed for like bounty hunter hijinks, where they've basically just taken the plot of the first Riddick movie. Except they've made Riddick the monster because yeah. I mean honestly the first Riddick's kind of a slasher movie in a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a lot like I mean it's very alien in a lot of ways. Of course, we made a lot of those comparisons to begin with, but this one was just so it was so much time spent on these characters. I did not care about the dad of the oh, bad guy from, from Too Fast and Furious <laughs> from the first Riddick movie, Pitch Black, Cole Hauser. Cole Hauser, excuse me, of course, but his his character's dad is like on a vengeance. Like that could have been the whole movie. That would have been compelling. Chasing Riddick across the galaxy instead of on this one stupid Dune sand planet. Yeah, it's it. They're just on another sand planet. He's just like all of Riddick's sand planets, except for the one planet that is too hot to have anything on the surface. The just Mustafar lava, planet lava, from Riddick lava planet, yeah. And they have to live underground, and then if they get caught outside, they have to hide in the little <laughs> lava flow cave or whatever. I think, I think it's, I, I know you, I think you said there's Riddick 4 coming one day. I think it's time for, like, a Riddick show. We need to get into the goddamn lore before we get bogged down in more of these weird bottle movies. Well, I want to see that animated one now. I hate to say it, but I, I think the Riddick <laughs> movies were definitely the ones I've been the most invested in so far. It's the only one of two franchises where we've seen Vin Diesel in more than one movie. Yeah, my god. So, that's a big yikes. But Last Witch Hunter, I am looking forward to. Oh my I like god, feel that's the four minutes closing in on us. Oh, are you just, you're counting down here? Alright, last thoughts. We got, what was the last one? What are the one we're talking about right now? Riddick? <laughs> Riddick. Uh, just Riddick. Not Chronicles, not, not Chronicles, Legacy, not... Not Pitch Black. Um, final thoughts... The t- the t- there was some good action stuff. There's like the most brutal head chopping off I've ever seen with like a karate kick, JCVD Ooh, style. Machete. Oh, oh no. No, never mind. Out. No, never mind. Out. No, never mind. Out. No, never mind. Then it Then it Four minutes on the last witch hunter. Shims, do you ever do or stop and think? <laughs> do we choose to do this to ourselves? <laughs> it's nearly six in the morning at this point. 
I've been awake for nearly 24 hours personally. It's the last witch hunter was not worth it. I think <laughs> this next triple X has to come through hard, or else I'm gonna be I'm gonna be lost. It had a meandering plot. I actually thought the effects were pretty good. The effects were it pretty good. It might be the delirium setting in, but I actually thought the effects were mostly pretty good. <laughs> I I think I agree with you on that. I mean, there's some fun action. I like his sword. You know, tiny little sword. It just felt like such a... It's not what I was expecting. We kind of both looked at each other and we were like, we thought this was going to be a lot more high fantasy. We thought it was going to be like kind of in the in the lore, but it's very... There's some weird witches. They feel like... Yeah. Have you played the Guardians of the Galaxy video game? I have not yet. There's an not. enemy in that game that feels like those witches. <laughs> those weird tree witches. The White Walker Game of Thrones witches. Yeah, it's weird. It's, I mean, it... I want I want it to be good, and maybe it would be better if we weren't so in a bad way personally <laughs> right now. But I don't know. We own it now, so yeah, we did buy it, didn't we? That's that's gonna be on the shelf. I mean, no, I don't know. This was a bad movie. I was gonna say so, something else. Is this it... the worst movie we watched? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I think we still have two more to get through. I think I think Bloodshot is if if, <laughs> if, if this was any indication, Bloodshot I feel like it's gonna be a rough one. Oh, the sun is coming up right now. I think we need to like take a shot of garbage juice over no. here. <laughs> no, it's too early. Oh, it's too oh. late. More like it. We're too far into this. I've, I I don't know. I want to sleep more than I will ever i want to sleep right now more than i'll ever even think about the last witch hunter again ever <laughs> and i own it now i think this is way more <laughs> delirious than we were last time to it's be honest I feel, I feel like i think the disorientation of jumping back and forth from story to story <laughs> to story is genuinely working because we're like we keep calling him riddick no matter what <laughs> franchise we're in we stopped watching riddick's two movies ago i think no it was just the last movie Oh there, god! There's yeah, just been right. one last witch hunter between us and the Riddicks, oh, but Riddicks never die. Kind of like Goonies. Kind of like Goonies. That's what I've always said. I mean, we have. Do you wait? Next is Triple X. Triple X Return of Xander Cage, which I'm I kind of pumped for, but I also said that about <laughs> the last witch hunter, and I think we're just that. I mean. We've had so many Coronas. The pile of the bottles is, is really growing. We've both had to wake each other up from sleeping on the couch for like dozing, half a second. Dozing not, for a second. We're no, not, we would never. We're not chumps, <laughs> you know. Uh, if if you weren't, if I was smarter, I would have brought us more caffeine or any caffeine. Really, this is this is kind of our own merits. Is your timer going? Yeah, it's going, dude. This is like the longest four minutes we've ever done. This is, I this feel like it's because we have nothing to say about <laughs> The Last Witch Hunter. Do you remember his name in The Last Witch Hunter? <laughs> is it I don't even remember a name in The Last Witch Hunter. Elijah Wood is there! Eli and Michael Caine? Holy crap, this four minutes is about to be done and we just realized what movie we watched. <laughs> God. We are oh, so tired. Elijah Wood's there. He's great. He's secretly evil. We called that from the get-go. Michael Caine didn't die somehow. Oh my god, Michael Caine's gross corpse body. Oh. <laughs> Just hanging out in the parlor. <laughs> so much incense. Oh, whoa. No, no. Rap, 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 rap. Alright, here we go. We're, we're high energy again, folks. We're coming at you coming at you hard. This is going to be a far cry from what we just did. I'm back on the diesel train. Triple X3. It was a bad movie. It was bad. I didn't like it that much. Donnie Yen was there. I was pretty excited was for that at so first. so long. That was the longest movie I've ever seen in my entire life, man. That was, was our so... Fate of the Furious, truly. Like, that was oh. the equivalent of the Fate of the Furious that we did last yeah. year. I almost... You know what? I think if we decide that this is our Hobbs and Shaw, Bloodshot will be awesome. I think there we're there. There you go. It's, it's the mulligan or whatever. Oh, God, yeah. We've just been... The, the pile of Corona bottles has never been bigger at 7.40 in the morning. Oh, it is sunshine now. Fritz is, like, getting ready for work right now. <laughs> it's it's truly, we are, we are uh, looking our own selves in the mirror as, as we watch, like, productive people go about their Monday. The 
Dominic Toretto <laughs> times three, the triplets hanging above the television on the F9 posters are looking down at us judgmentally as we face the harsh reality and the warm sunlight that tells us that oh. we have spent the last how long now? Um, if it's almost 8 a.m. and we started at 3 p.m., that is 12, 17 hours. That can't possibly be true, <laughs> Garrett. Tell me that's not hours. true. Oh, my God. Well, we've got one more movie left, which is which seems like, you know, the finish line is here. But how long was Triple X 3? I mean... Ice Cube showed up. Ice was yes, back. That, that was, was so like exciting. The, the last second jolt of energy they needed in the second act, maybe to family. Oh ah, God! Every time family. to get me back interested in this in this damn movie. It was really something they could have no way homed it. You know, like all yeah, like yes. Triple X shows up and Sam Jackson is back from the dead earlier, maybe. And... Oh yeah, Sam Jackson comes back from the dead. There's two Avengers jokes in this in this movie, which was, you know, I guess fine. Uh, they, it they, was, it they was, were trying to do Kingsman yeah. and Suicide Squad, and it just it was weird, was too jokey, was and too Vince poppy. not good at that stuff, man. That, he's good at sincerity. Exactly, he's. He's quipping, but in a way that you you kept going like, why are they give like writing a script for a Ryan Reynolds type and giving it to Vin Diesel? Because you're right, he is good at the sincerity. I I'm longing for the the days of Babylon AD, man. <laughs> that was sincerity at its finest. That was the last good movie we watched. That was the last Witch good, Hunter, th- my friend. No, uh, the last Witch Hunter was Witch not Hunter was a good so movie bad. we watched. No, State of the <laughs> Union. In Babylon AD, those were good. But Riddick, not good. Last Witch Hunter, not good. Xander Cage, not good. Uh, I really thought the back half was going to be the winners here, but honestly, it's it's the OG stuff that's holding up. Stacked the front of this marathon, which is not what you want to do with a movie marathon that you you watch through the night. Fast and the Furious too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. That wasn't our fault. That we decided what order we were doing these <laughs> in. But I guess we didn't know the caliber of these movies. I no, mean, I actually thought Xander Cage was going to be the best one. If I'm being honest, I felt like that was going to be, you know, Vin yeah. with all his Fast and the Furious money, and like I knew that some of the cast members were people I'd heard of. You know, he got too big for his britches. I think. I think he got he got that fast recognition, and he was like, oh, I can make a family out of anything. I can do anything. <laughs> With a box of scraps! (laughs) Oh, God. Head in a box? No, that was Riddick, right? That was Riddick. God. That was Riddick with the guy's head in a box. No, shut up about Riddick. 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 Riddick. All right, folks. That was episode movie number nine. Number nine. Bloodshot. Starring Richard B. Bloodshot. Richard Bloodshot Nixon. No, Richard Bloodshot Riddick. Riddick is... <sighs> Jesus Christ. Can you tell we're tired? My God. That, I Granted, maybe one of the better movies we've I seen I think today. top half of what we saw Top today. half for sure. It's very competently done, competently written. The action is very fun. I mean... It's just, it, it, it's just a Terminator movie with Vin Diesel as the Terminator. And RoboCop. It's a RoboCop. And RoboCop and a Total Recall. It's it's a very good mishmash of all good sci-fi things. So I, I, I think, weirdly enough, we got our Hobbs and Shaw out of the way with Triple X 3. It was nice. It was nice. Well, I mean, <sighs> I was still... I was ready for this one to end. The last <laughs> half of this movie, I don't know what was uh, going on. Well... But... I did call him Riddick unironically more than once during <laughs> we, the movie. We, we, we graduated from calling him Dom Toretto to... I keep saying Lance Riddick. God. Richard Riddick. Richard B. Richard Riddick. Because the B stands for bloodshot. <laughs> oh, God. This movie was fine. But I... All right. This is maybe for more wrap-up, so I'll, I'll save that for a little bit. I mean... Isaac Gonzalez was in it. She's yeah, doing action she's here. stuff. Yeah, uh, better Guy- than in Hobbs and Shaw. I'll <laughs> tell you that right now. Uh, Guy Pierce, he's doing his Iron Man three thing. I thought better he- than he did in Iron Man three. Definitely, I I loved. There's 
long arms showdown at the end. Long arms guy. So could be. <laughs> oh man, I we would be remiss if we didn't bring up the legendary alternate ending that we just watched. Oh right, the one that I definitely understood everything that was happening there. Hey man, he drowned arms and legs guy in the pool. Isn't that enough of an <laughs> ending for ending. you? Uh, because he explodes all the way at the end, and then maybe he's stuck in, like, an Inception dream that you never wake up from. I mean, he's alive at the end of the real Are you right? sure, though? Like, you're, like, Are you sure, though? They, <laughs> he, he goes, is this a dream? And then she goes, yes. I and can't I, tell if you're family. fucking with me right now. And I know I'm going to have to bleep that, but, like, I, I am... No, and, yeah, I, when they're standing on the beach, she goes... Or he goes, is this a dream? And she goes, yes. Isn't that the ending to Total Recall? Are you family with me right now? <laughs> no. I, that is the end to Total Recall. Am I, am I not correct? I think so. I haven't seen Total Recall. He, in a long she goes time. like, how do you know if this is even real? And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> and then they like kiss I on Mars. It, like, and then it, it, it dollies up to the moon. Yeah, or whatever. they're on yeah. Mars, Gary. Get it straight, okay? Mars maybe has a moon. I don't know. It might. That's you don't not, know it doesn't. That's not this podcast. <laughs> we're talking about Bloodshot, you know? Oh. We're uh, really not talking about Bloodshot. I um, will I would maybe rewatch Bloodshot and Oh, that's not the timer. Hold on. We got thirty more seconds. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> you would maybe rewatch Bloodshot and what? I would Witch ma- Hunter? No, I would <laughs> I'm not gonna rewatch The Last Witch Hunter with you, Garrett. <laughs> even though we own it now and it it was Fascinating. I know it was... it's not Xander Cage. You don't want to rewatch Xander uh, Cage. No, okay, Triple X. I held up three, but I meant one and two. <laughs> you know, the, the one three, plus two. You yeah. get it. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever rewatch Bloodshot, Garrett, but <laughs> I, I, that's not now because our time is up and we our have time to. Is up. Finally, fully recap a little bit of our terrible, terrible night, day, morning. Ugh. Okay, Shares, let me get, just give me your thoughts, basic rundown on each of these as I go down the list. Okay. Okay. We had Pitch Black, which we watched on Freebie. Fine. <laughs> it was fine. Triple X. Kind of kick ass. I like the first Triple X. The Chronicles of Riddick. Maybe the best movie we watched? Do you maybe agree with that? I do. I do think I maybe agree with that. I can't believe it. There's a lot wrong with that movie. Yeah, there really is. We had a lot of problems with Jack and all that, but like... It was a good time. It was a good time. I liked Kurt Russell. No, Kurt Rubin. What is that man's name from The Boys? Oh, Carl Urban. <laughs> Kurt yeah, Rubin. Kurt Rubin. You know, Carl Urban. <laughs> Christ, yeah, he was good. I I wish he stayed around longer in the in the third Riddick movie, but um, he'll be back for Riddick four. Oh, I hope so. I really hope we so. will be there opening weekend for Riddick. I think 4. so. I I maybe not as rewired, but fully successfully rewired in some way after all this. My God, the next movie we watched was Triple X: State of the Union, not starring Vin Diesel. Maybe the best movie <laughs> our Vin Diesel marathon was the one that is not starring Vin Diesel. Uh, it's Willem Dafoe. He's doing all the heavy lifting. Oh, Ice Ice Cube is the man <laughs> in that, and the fact that he shows back up. My God, Babylon, eighty. I liked Babylon AD, and I maybe am misremembering my emotions about five hours ago, but I'm more drunk than I should be at 10, 10 o'clock in the morning right now. There's, so, I, I, It's just loopy, dude. I'm <laughs> so tired. Um, uh, Riddick was next. Riddick was bad. Riddick was a bad movie, and I won't apologize for it. Then there's The Last Witch Hunter. Also a bad movie. I was expecting so much from The Last Witch Hunter. I bought that at the exchange. And then finally, uh, the, the, no, actually not finally, Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. How do we, really? That was, oh, I, well, okay, not a fan, not a fan of Triple X, Return of Xander Cage. And then finally was Bloodshot. Yeah, a, a solid, we accidentally kind of gave ourselves little respites of kind of good action movies where they needed to be in the middle and at the at the very end i think i think we kind of made out a little better than we did for the fast saga i think but, so i mean 
I'm like out of breath, just existing awake right now. I feel like this was very successful at what we wanted to do. I think I couldn't enjoy these movies more, even though I was waiting for triple x3 to end for an hour and a half it was it bad stop it just had Ugh. to keep going <laughs> like the presidential bullet train that shoots out from under congress <laughs> and it's just out in the open with like air force one decals on the side oh rail force one classic love it oh but I I don't even know how... Do we wrap up? Is it wrap time? Well, we kick him on over to... I think it's time to save the rec center. I think that... It looks, do you have oh, more yeah. to say about... I have nothing not else to say. not save the rec center. Hold on. You have... Oh. It's in such a bad way. <laughs> we're in bad shape. But we're going to kick them on over to our fresh faces over <laughs> on the pop culture reference... Which we recorded when we weren't dead. So it'll be interesting to hear our chipper little little yeah, folks. We'll see what that's like, my god. Okay. Let's uh let's do it. That's my that's my regular podcast transition. 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 Alright folks, now we're back, we're sounding a little more crisp probably, we are back on the mics again, a little removed from our Vin Diesel marathon to bring you this week's pop culture reference, the Warner Brothers Discovery merger, which is more of a major piece of news than anything else, but we thought that we couldn't let this major development pass even when we were doing our 100th episode special. In spring of 2021, AT&T announced their intention to merge their subsidiary Warner Media with Discovery Incorporated. Approximately a year later, in spring of 2022, the company officially named Warner Brothers Discovery and began operation under former Discovery CEO David Zaslov, effectively ousting previous Warner head Jason Killar. Most of the remaining executive roles were filled by those who came from Discovery's previous structure. An early casualty of this merger was CNN Plus, which launched just two weeks prior to the completion of the merger. The reasoning from Warner Brothers Discovery was that the service conflicted with the ultimate goal of combining all media properties into one streaming service. Around the same time, the company announced that television stations TNT and TBS were ceasing all development of scripted content, leading to massive layoffs. In July 2022, head of Warner Brothers Pictures Toby Emmerich resigned, and Warner Brothers Pictures was restructured into three separate entities. Warner Brothers Pictures slash New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers Feature Animation, and DC Films. This is where the company's slashing picked up speed. They announced near-complete, straight-to-HBO Max films Batgirl and Scoob Holiday Haunt would not be released in any capacity to serve as tax write-downs. Additionally, over the next several weeks, released HBO Max original content, such as films like An American Pickle and Moonshot, and series like Infinity Train and the not-too-late show with Elmo, were removed from the service for the same reason. Many other non-Max original titles were removed from the service, including multiple HBO original series. Additionally, over 200 episodes of Sesame Street were removed, with no advance notice from the service. It was announced that HBO Max was expected to lay off 70% of its development staff, and 70 additional staffers were fired as HBO Max shut down its reality unit. According to the company, all of this is building to the intention of shutting down both HBO Max and Discovery Plus, and combining them into a new single streaming service. At the time of the announcement, HBO Max had 77 million subscribers, while Discovery Plus only had 24 million. Yet Warner Brothers Discovery is emphatic that these two services will merge as equals. For obvious reasons, the decisions made since the merger have drawn a lot of controversy, as not only a significant portion of both companies' staff will lose their jobs, but locking media away with little to no opportunity of being seen again, being criticized as aggressively anti-art. There has also been criticism of titles being created by or centering around women and minorities being disproportionately removed from streaming or remaining unreleased altogether. The removal of HBO Max original content is especially egregious, as the series and films produced by HBO Max are not given releases on any type of physical media. While most of them can be purchased digitally, digital media can be withdrawn anytime at the whim of the owner, as seen recently with PlayStation's digital media retailer removing Studio Canal's films from customers' libraries at request of the studio. If Warner Brothers Discovery were to decide to pull their content, even customers who purchased movies and series full price through digital platforms such as 
because Apple or YouTube would lose access to that media. The company has not in any way indicated its intention to take such an action, but with exponentially more content being vaulted until HBO Max's eventual shutdown, that technicality is important to be aware of. The fallout from the merger is ongoing, and it remains to be seen what the company's new streaming service will look like and what content will be featured. However, with the company's track record of shelving acclaimed and even financially successful titles for tax write-downs, the future does not seem bright. Man, this is some, like, world-class corporate BS. Like, it is, it is, that, that, the list of content just being stricken is, is terrible. It, there's some, some really good titles on there that are, and even Batgirl, I was excited for Batgirl, what the hell? I was excited, yeah. Like, everyone was kind of on board with Batgirl, and e even if it was going to be straight to Max or whatever, but I don't know, it, this is, this is such a, like, wave of helpless loss of content it's 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 incredible and there's so many series that have never gotten the chance to get off the ground or movies that never got to see the light of day that we didn't even get to mention there's been so much sheer content stricken like you said that it's really hard to wrap your head around the magnitude of how many people are being directly impacted by this like shows effectively canceled without anything so much as an actual cancellation decision just like oh by the way this is gone permanently you know yeah it's it's egregious truly it, it is so upsetting to see and this this was this felt so all of a sudden too there was like just a sudden countdown of like hey if you ever want to watch infinity train again you have like a week to do so at this point it's it's crazy you they announced it and then the next day it was taken off my god because to, uh as today as of recording and that's the other thing yeah yeah anything we say right now on this reference is going to be out of date, or not out of date, it'll still apply, but there's so much more th stuff that's going to come out by the time we actually get this episode out, and then by the time, I don't assume that everybody listens to this day one, so by the time more, in like, people listen to this episode, that information will be even more out of date, that the Sesame Street episodes, that just happened this morning, as of recording, you know? Yeah, they're just going to be cherry-picking content left and right that they're going to just slowly phase out, even though it's incredibly popular. It's it's very frustrating, but it makes, like, our personal philosophy of physical media that much more important to me. I've been thinking about that all day, reading about this news, about how, you know, we own, we own The Last Witch Hunter now, you know? We don't <laughs> have to rely on whatever streaming service that may or may not be on. Ugh. Yeah, that that's the thing. We I think we do need to own more Vin, obviously. But do, I I do want to talk a little bit about the time that we've spent recovering. <laughs> but to put a to put a little bit of a bow for now, at least on the HBO Max Warner Brothers Discovery stuff. That, like we said in the reference, that's the really frustrating part. Is there's no legal way to watch a lot of these things now because they're just whisked away. And sure, something like Infinity Train you can still buy on iTunes, but you know, you're going to have to spend 80 bucks and then who knows, in a week they might just go yank. Because yeah, exactly, exactly. Something we didn't talk about in the reference actual copy is that they also removed all related YouTube videos, tweets. They're not selling them Whoa. first party on Amazon anymore. The DVDs of the first two seasons that actually do exist. It's, um, it's just the great purge right now. They're just like wiping the slate. It, it, that's horrible. And obviously, like, Infinity Train, I th that's something we've actually covered for the show, and I think we both enjoy, and I never finished season four, and maybe I never will now. Oh, because... that's a shame. Season four is good, and that it makes me even more sad with, like, the, the crusade of some of the things that are being just pulled on a whim right now. Like, there was a, there was a movement to get book four of Infinity Train made and you know released and it felt so recent like they just did it like last year and it's just it's gone it's gone until they say so or maybe never again who knows it, do it doesn't matter to them it's taxes to them and that's so that's that's the frustrating part it is it, it's the fact that sure yeah discovery and hbo will merge into whatever frankenstein awful streaming service they become and how much of this content's going to resurface i feel like not a lot of it i feel like if the attitude truly is tax write-downs like then wh why on earth would they ever re-release this stuff 
yeah, in their mind, their whole benefit is is achieved. Like, they've got what they wanted out of the content, which is the money that is kicked back to them in some fashion. And the fan the fans have no power here because they're they're gonna they're gonna listen to the accountants over that, and that's like the the true discounting of the artists that worked so hard. One of the other big casualties for me in this is just the fact that Sesame Street, yeah, man. which was a public broadcasting, yeah, is nothing piece sacred to these yeah. people. They're they're striking Elmo and Sesame Street and just all this like beloved children's content is like one of the things like I said it feels like it's being taken out the most and that that's just that's hard to swallow it really is and we will continue to do these little updates I think as Warner yeah, Bros. Discovery continues to do this stuff. This will be WB Watch. It'll be like our, our Flash news segment that we'll do probably every episode as they keep doing really unnecessary things. I think we can work on on that. I, I'm going to come up with a stinger that's like, bah, bah. That, that'll be like, <laughs> and then we'll have like, like Frappuccino, <laughs> ongoing story, so important, it gets its own title card and theme music. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I'm sure the folks at home are curious about how you're recouping from our our mentally exhausting social experiment. What was this? What do we do to ourselves um, here? I think, like all great art, it comes at a uh, an emotional and physical <laughs> toll. And honestly, overall, I feel like we didn't talk a lot at the end of when we recorded back in the you know back in the day in the booth no i mean like literally immediately following our marathon because I feel oh like we were yeah, yeah just so tired yeah you, you were like glaring at me to like get out of your apartment at that point you were ready to go <laughs> cracking my knuckles <laughs> but yeah i think that was weirdly for something that actually took less time for us to accomplish than the fast and the furious marathon i was definitely more tired yeah the, um, our our hypothesis that multiple franchises and standalones would disorient us even more was i think very correct very correct and the average quality i would say in general was just lower the lack of my like vin wasn't prominently featured in enough of these right yeah exactly that i felt like i kept losing him because he was my rock during the fast <laughs> exactly. saga yes we had him in the family but this was this was so much of like him in the shadows or barely on screen or not in the movie at all looking at you triple x2 hey that was one of the <laughs> top half i would argue of our ah uh, yeah that's true that's true willem dafoe rail force 1 yeah what more could yeah, you yeah possibly yeah. want you're not wrong you're not the gto becoming semi iconic to us <laughs> it's not the charger it will never be the charger also rip charger being discontinued oh so what dom we have to get dom on the phone <laughs> but i mean he's got his he's got his classic old school vintage anyway so he's set true I think. true until it gets blown up again you know he's gonna be repairing that piece by piece i enjoyed this marathon and i do feel better do you feel, like i feel like i recovered more quickly but yeah. i also I'm not seeing I'm not seeing Riddick everywhere. I'm not seeing Triple X everywhere <laughs> the way I did see Fast and the Furious everywhere immediately following our yeah. marathon last year. Yeah, me me neither. I think there's a couple I think there's like a couple Triple X references that I can't even remember what they're from that I'll I'll get I'll get now when we come when I eventually come back around to it, but like I don't know, but then again, like the prominence of the Fast and the Furious versus the more—is it like a cult franchise? The Riddick movies, kinda. I mean, if you like them, you probably love them. But once once we get a reference or we see that in the wild, we are gonna melt down. We're gonna be like, I understand everything that's being said here. A thing that I learned, which is the connective tissue between our two marathons, oh? is that Vin. Diesel took the cameo in Tokyo Drift so that Universal would give him the rights to Riddick. So that is what? like that's his baby. Wow. Oh my god. So now when we rewatch The Fast and the Furious after Tokyo Drift, we have to watch Pitch Black? No, we have to watch Chronicles of Riddick? No, he got, he owns the rights starting with Riddick, the third 
the third one, which uh. also makes sense because that movie was produced independently, meaning that the fact that it's so transparently low budget makes a lot more sense. That is That makes a lot more sense, yeah. Wow. Also, why the the gore is a little bit more extreme um, and why there's so much nudity is because uh, Universal wasn't pushing them for a PG-13. Man, I, I want to rewatch. I think out of anything, I would like to rewatch the Riddicks out of these because I know Babylon AD is going to be golden no matter what. That that was <laughs> that was a 10 out of 10 right there. But I think I think I want to rewatch the Riddicks. That, that was the most fascinating out of all of these. And I'm, I'm like learning little bits and pieces about them like this that, that it makes the context of those movies a lot more fascinating. And we have the three unrated director's cuts to watch, too. Oh, dude, I'm in. It's gotta be. We gotta do it. I will say, I know I just finished earlier on this episode, trashing Babylon AD. (laughs) It's the one I've been thinking about the most. Right? Dude, I'm telling you. It's Me too. That one and, uh, frankly, Bloodshot, but that was the last one we did, but Babylon's sticking with me. rough, dude. Ask Fritz. He'll tell you. It was awesome. It was (laughs) kick-ass. I think for Babylon AD, it's the boxing club thing, the nightclub. I just enjoyed that area and that concept and the tone of that space so Weirdly much. Weirdly enough, I don't remember anything you're talking about. I, I'm I'm there for the submarine 2012 sequence and the, the showdown in the street. There was a submarine in Babylon? Dude, come on. They're walking on the ice and they have to get like smuggled as immigrants right. in oh, the submarine right. and they're like shooting people in off the... 2012. Yeah. Yes. Like 2012. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah, an yeah. idiot. Right. <laughs> oh man. Right. Before we before we succumb further into our <laughs> Vin Dieselness again, why why don't we why don't we transition back into old tired voice? What do you say? Yes, I'm sure this is going to be super jarring <laughs> for everybody involved. Oh goodness, God! All right, back to back to whatever we were doing before. Also, um, real quick, uh, something something Nightmare Alley. I forgot to sneak that into episode 100. <laughs> Oh boy, that was a pretty cool new new transition audio that we oh, have yeah. for this segment that we definitely just heard together right now In for our... the first time. <laughs> we we watched as many Vin Diesel. I almost forgot his name. We watched as many Vin Diesel movies as we re listened to that over and over again for this. Uh, Riddick. I, I almost legitimately called him Riddick. I <laughs> forgot Vin Diesel's name, and that's maybe as blasphemous as anything else here. It's, but it's not—it's not rewired us to the extent of the Fast and the Furious. Not quite yet. But now it's time, of course, as we mentioned a second ago, to save the Rex Sender, where we give you our weekly <laughs> recommendations. <laughs> this week we're going to do things a little bit differently, where. You know, we just finished up with our delirium marathon of nine Vin Diesel movies, and I want you to tell me, Seamus, what is your personal wreck? Which property should I consume? Are there separate movies within a franchise I should consume? Give me your wreck. Your Vin Diesel wreck. God, I think... I think Riddick... The, the Riddick franchise, even though it's like a, like a one and a half out of three of those movies are good, but like, it's like, it's such a weird, interesting sect of sci-fi that I, I've been like tangentially aware of, but I've never really delved into it, and they give you zero of any backstory. They basically throw you in with Vin Diesel, and you have to figure it out as you go, and I, I thought it was a very good time, I thought... Even though the third one was a slog, the second one kind of makes up for everything. And and even the first Riddick, Pitch Black, has a lot of fun stuff there. But I feel like in, ter- in terms of Vin content, I would I would pick Triple X if the third one was good and if he was in the second one at all. So, I mean, I don't know. What, what, do, you, what do you, for your rec center, where, where do you lean towards this week? I think maybe just watch the first Triple X. And That's if it? you're feeling it, the second triple X. Because I like the second triple X. It's not a Vin. It's just not a Vin Diesel but movie. I, I think it was very funny that you didn't tell me about any of that <laughs> until we got to that movie. But yeah, I I think Babylon AD might be fine to skip. <laughs> I think you could probably <laughs> wow, take a pass on. Let that one go. <laughs> I thought AD. I thought Babylon AD was better than 
a third of both of the running franchises <laughs> that we've watched. So like, definitely true. It's definitely better than Return of Xander Cage. But I will, I will maybe defend Bloodshot until I Bloodshot's rewatch okay. it. It's pretty decent yeah. until I watch it again in my right mind after not being up for like twenty seven <laughs> hours. I will be, I will give you my real honest opinion. But I, uh, I thought it was decent. Yeah, I think Bloodshot is is a fun time if you just want to hang out and watch a <laughs> yes. stupid movie. But Triple X is like, that is the closest thing to the Dom Toretto. Yes, I think got. so. As stupid as the third one gets, that is, it is almost maybe the closest to that third one to the Fast Saga. But we'll, we'll revisit the Fast Saga. Vin Diesel is not out of our minds. It is not out of our show yet. We will, we will revisit. We will come back. Give us 50 more episodes for a break and we'll, we'll, we'll do something else. Indeed. We'll figure that out at a later date and. I think now, mercifully, <laughs> we may wrap up the show so we can go go to sleep. Well, you can go home. Yeah, I can leave. I, I'm so wired now. I'm not going to sleep for another 24 hours, so. Oh, oh my goodness. My tummy hurts just thinking about it. Taking a walking corona at 10 in the morning? No, oh, no I will not. I will not. But if you want to reach the show, you can tweet at us at PCR underscore podcast. You can also find us at PCR underscore podcast on TikTok and Instagram. If you want to reach the show directly, you can email popculturereferencepod at gmail.com. That was very difficult to remember, <laughs> by the way, if you couldn't tell. And uh, like, subscribe, rate, review, anything, any engagement on any platform that you listen to us on will help us very, very greatly. So please... Let us know if you like this absolute torture method of the episodes that we do here. I think that I, I think that it's interesting. Let let us know in the comments if you think so as well. On TikTok, on our official TikTok page, we have a few updates of like video content about our descent into madness here. <laughs> and on my personal Twitter thread at Strawler Garrett, I have a feed that just tapers out as I become <laughs> too tired to type reliably on my phone. I'm gonna rediscover most of those posts because I don't remember most of them. My God, it's 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 gonna be interesting. I didn't. I was too tired. But go follow. Do do that on Garrett's. Yes. yes. Next week we're doing something we're both looking forward to, but I can't remember what it is. Nope. Maybe. Maybe nope. I don't know. Or a League of Their Own? Or is it already... There was some little thing else big, I feel like, coming out maybe this weekend. We could do Prey. Oh, um, yeah, I just re I mean, we're just meandering now. We're, we're just... It's going to take so long to get this edit out. It's, it's, I will do my best. I, I think that it, we'll have plenty to talk to talk to each other about once we... Oh, God, I'm knocking into stuff now. This <laughs> okay. is just this is devolving. I don't, we I need don't to think get out we of. have a destination, so I'm just going to cut us off. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Everybody, we will see you. See you next week. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigos.